0: Welcome to another special edition of the Evolution Exchange podcast. Today I'm joined by Dwyer Simpson and Mehdi Mukhtari to give you a behind-the-scenes insight into creating a leadership meet event. Hi everyone, this is Chris Bennett here, the Nordics Managing Director here at Evolution. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope to hear from you soon. Please enjoy the rest of the podcast. So, uh, before we get into it, I thought we'll find out about all of us a bit more. So, a little introduction to me. So, I'm Abby, and I'm part of Team Sweden here at Evolution. And as a team, we focus on scaling projects and teams with freelancers in all different areas. So, we of course also host the Evolution Exchange podcast where we bring together leaders to discuss topics such as leadership, culture, diversity, or specific tech episodes. And then on a personal level, so I actually trained to be a teacher for a couple of years and I've been in recruitment now for almost 18 months and really love it for reasons like today where we can bring everyone together, you've met through the podcast. Um so I've gotten to meet new people and do some fantastic work with them. Um, and then when I'm not working, me and my boyfriend will be exploring new quas or at the theater as my dream job is to be on stage except I can't sing dance or act um so of course in expressing is recruitment um but yeah enough about me to buy children's she.
1: Sure uh, to be off th- first down.
0: so
1: I oh, just choose call. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I I come from north of Sweden. Uh, I've been living in Stockholm for the last 20 years or something. I've been traveling a lot before that. I have two kids. Uh, so, between job and my two kids, and uh, my hobby is lifting heavyweights. Uh, well, they are never heavy enough. And uh, once you to get into it, I'm, I'm busy enough to know those uh, activities.
0: Nice. And then, birthday. eight.
1: day? Uh, eight. Uh, this is me. Yeah, I'm... Um, i yeah, from
2: Iran. I've been in Sweden for one and a half year. Prior to that, I was living in Malaysia for uh, about ten years. Uh, I'm working as a software architect and product manager in a, a sort of company called Flowbox. And uh, prior to that, I've been uh, working as software engineer, uh, team lead, software architect, product manager, and also had opportunity to. Wear different hats in different projects like uh, Scrum Master, Product Owner, Agile Coach. And yeah, it's mainly about professional level. And in personal note, I'm um, uh, like big fan of movies, especially old movies. I like them much more. And uh, the good documentaries is really a big fan. Uh, also I have a dog and I really like to walk uh, into the nature with my goat. Uh I'm a big fan of food as well, uh, but mainly you know, on eating part, part not really cooking <laughs> part.
0: <laughs> I think that's
2: fair. <laughs> so what's the movie recommendation? Oh, I have a lot of good recommendation but like uh, shining with shining is a, bit, a really, really good one. Uh, to Love Angry Men very old, good, and really classic movie. Uh, there is a lot of movie I can recommend. I, I have my list of recommendation, and I can talk about it for hours and hours.
1: Also we'll, we'll, we'll think of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, sure.
0: Well, the question is are you going to watch the new Barbie movie, thing or is that too modern for you?
1: <laughs> That's the reason why I hear you.
0: Yeah.
2: Maybe, I, maybe I can put it in my watch list, but when, when I'm going to attend to it, I don't know.
0: In 30 years, when
2: it's an yes. old movie. Yeah, fair <laughs> But having
0: nothing else to cover. I'd give it a try. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, well, I guess the best way to start a podcast and our discussion about uh, creating a Amesive Event is to explain how you met each other, how you know each other. So, how did this partnership come to be?
1: Sure. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, uh, we worked with Evolution before, so that's how we came to uh, you and me. Uh, and how i came to know you and we're having beers or something that i theme in some evening and we're talking about them. i am very passionate about reading uh, and learning so i go to uh, lots lots of lots of books every year and mm-hmm. um, i think you brought up that you knew someone else who would really like to read a lot yeah. <laughs> and like to think about these things uh, which was Melly. so you said that we should totally meet so we set up a meeting we had lunch nearby here and we hit it up straight away. Uh, so we have so many books in common that we really like and we read. And our uh, want to read list are you know, thousands of books long and they match very well. So we decided that since we both like to learn and we learn so very well from others uh, who have done the same thing as, as post. Why not bring these kind of people together? So we are both managers as uh, so we wanted to bring managers together. So basically, to ask questions and learn from them. So I think that was, that was like the genesis of the, the idea. Like, yeah. To the
2: yeah. More or less, uh, it was already covered the, uh, what was going on. Yeah. Evolution and the podcast was our starting point, thanks to you, that you're <laughs> connecting us. Uh, we, yeah. And uh, yeah, the first time that we read for launch, we know that we are into something. Yeah. We both know that. We just need to shape it, and uh, yeah, we end up with really nice event, and it's just a story point. We are uh, really, really uh, having a lot of hope and uh, future, uh, you know, promises on this endeavor. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think when we were having those drinks back in February, as soon as you said that, I was like, I know someone who loves sports, <laughs> and I'm so glad that. It's now, it's like when you're a proud mum and people become friends. It's like, Yeah, I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> nice. nice. So how did your individual passions contribute to the idea of creating a meetup event?
1: So I have, I've been running a lot of meetups and i in the past um, in different forms because I think it's, it's so powerful when you get people together. Like most people, so, so I have this idea and since we're, since Matt is here now, he inspires me a lot to go going into these big ideas. Uh, so one one thing that I keep thinking about is that people are like a, a pile of great, uh, same brains, right? So all everyone has their individual knowledges and bits of uh, things that they've experienced, and you can you can um, you want to build your your pile of sound to be as big as possible because then you are living the fullest potential of your life. And and w- whenever you meet someone else, you, you don't take their same values of sound, but you can, you know, you can exchange them or you can duplicate them. So by meeting other people, choose you know, your, your your pile of sound. Basically. I don't know if this is a, a analogy makes any sense, but this is how I picture that. Mm-hmm. So whenever I brought people together in the past, you can see that everyone has something like, oh, I did this thing here that uh, I know something for. Or I read this book or I tried this program and I watched or something. So everyone brings something unique to the mix, and everyone goes away from there uh, enriched by it. So it's been a big part of uh, I don't know, my last decade to uh, bring people together to do this kind of meetups and conferences. Uh, so and for free it, it was not naturally like, like the next step for this. Yeah,
2: that that is uh really interesting. Also, you know, learning and sharing my finding is one of the element that really drives me towards this uh, journey and as Tobias mentioned every person that you meet it, it can contribute something to your uh, knowledge arsenal of knowledge and tools that you use let's say you bring up one tool that you're using on daily basis or for specific purposes that can contribute a lot in my performance and uh, you know output when i learn about it and only to that networking I came to know about different ideas, different tools and everything. And then bringing uh, like-minded people together, it's really uh, make this process much more enjoyable. Like, you don't feel like we're in a class and we're learning something. We feel like we're enjoying it. We are having hobby and chit-chatting. And at the same time, we're adding a lot to each other.
0: Absolutely. And I think it's not only learning new things, but also when you meet someone and say, I've been through that as well or I feel the same as you. You find your similarities and it's almost comforting to know that I might not have gained something but I'm not the only one to be comforted in that fact. And I think I'm noticing that a lot at the moment when I'm on these trips and speaking to lots of different clients and quite a lot of people that have the same challenges and when I say to them, well, I've heard this before, you kind of see their shoulders drop and like, ah, they can relax and go, Oh, okay, good. And then I guess that's where the ideas then come and the knowledge sharing. So Yeah,
1: sure. And that vice versa as well. Like it's also a very, very cool feeling when something that you've gone through and you feel like this is just routine and what I do and that someone else is struggling with it and you can share your experiences and they yeah. take something away from that and you can improve their life meaning, even if it's something small. That's uh, it's, it's really a rewarding feeling to play with that.
0: Yeah, and if it's small to you, but to like other person. It could change the way they work and the way they live. So, guys, right. um, so share the story behind the first Meetup event that you guys created, and what were the ideas or goals going into that first event?
1: Okay, so <laughs> let me, okay, so I I had been thinking a lot about. Uh, I think we had just gone through like we do this yearly goal setting uh, practice here at Steam, and I was thinking like, what will be my next step? Uh, as, a, as a manager. And I see myself now going from being a senior developer, of, uh, I worked 20 plus years as a developer, into being a junior uh, manager and stuff. Well. Then just like I see my junior developers coming in here to start working, there's so many things that they don't know that they don't know. Uh, so I feel like I have to be humble about that myself. There's so many things that I don't know that I don't know. So a very good way for me to discover this on Nodes has been to talk to other people, other managers who have been doing this for a long time. So last year, I started setting up these weekly lunches. So I just reached out with cold emails or the LinkedIn saying, Hey there, can I ask? Can I buy you a lunch? And then have some talks. Um, and that was a really good way you could learn. So, so uh, for our first meetup, I thought there would be also to talk about this specific topic of how what should I be focusing on? Like what skills are there? What areas are there that I can improve or if I was learning about being manager. manager. So that that was my uh, approach going into okay, um, uh, There was the things that we both
2: was really uh, thinking about uh, the career path in IT and how you need to navigate that maze and it's ever changing environment. And each uh, organization had their own demands how you need to navigate this maze and what it takes. It's uh, really, really blessing to talk to people that they have been through this kind of uh, journey and they can share their, uh, you know, output that, hey, there are some principle that if you want to really uh, climb the career ladder, you need to learn this kind of principle. It can really come handy if you do this or if you don't do this. And those stuff, uh, we, I, I was blessed that I uh, really get in touch with good mentors and good people that they share a lot. I had uh, an opportunity to go through some books that learn a little bit from every and each. Uh, and But there is a lot more to uh, discover. And we wanted to bring this topic into the picture, hear from the audience and see what is there for the view. And that was the really things that were motivating us to come for the, for the first event and bringing it to the topic for that, the career growth, especially when you want to go to the manage, management and leadership uh, mm-hmm. journey.
0: Absolutely. And so for people who didn't go to the event or didn't see the numerous posts on LinkedIn, what happens? What was the setup? Yeah, I know you should have gone. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> but for those who don't know about that event, what, what happened, essentially? What was the setup?
1: So practically, we had, a, we had a panel discussion. So we had three people in the panel. So it was uh, Medit, it was Gnogafil uh, and uh, And they, we, were, we were, each of them had, so we, we stole actually the, the concept, the format, from heaven should pick-cost. So we have each, three, each of them uh, come up with three questions to ask the other ones. Uh, so they came up with some really good questions around the topic of being a manager and uh, developing your career and your with your knowledge. And then we used that as a basis. We asked, you know, way to the whole uh, journey of like stepping up into being a manager, what the what are your roles, how do you develop, what kind of pitfalls are there? And everyone just pitched in and shared their experiences. And it was uh, it was it was great. Yeah, yeah,
2: it was really great. And you were the moderator. Well, the yeah. yeah. <laughs> You were the moderator, and, and it was really friendly kind of uh, environment that we created, and we was really blessed that we could manage to do that in our first try. Mm-hmm. The audience, they, they didn't hesitate to contribute to our discussion, and that's what we really aiming for to make it as interactive as possible. We are not uh, organizing this event to tell, hey, we know it all, and we want to share. No, nothing even enclosed. close. We want to hear from other people. You want to learn from them as well. And that is one of the reasons that we bring this uh, event into the picture, to not only share what we have been through, yet from other people as well.
0: Yeah, I think it was nice. that obviously you have that panel discussion, but it wasn't just the panel discussion. It was audience would, felt free to contribute as well. And they asked you guys questions. Yeah. So it was nice to kind of almost take down that barrier. of be like, right, we might be having a panel discussion, but it's a great discussion where everyone can get involved. And-
1: yeah, for sure. And that's, that's continued. So after the panel discussion, we went across the street here to a nearby bar, and we just continued to chat. So the, the conversation and the exchanges just kept happening during the night. So it was really good.
0: Nice. No, no. So if we talk about your own personal growth and continuous learning, how do you approach that? Obviously, you both mentioned that you love to read books. <laughs> So are there any books or podcasts that have had an impact on you or your continuous learning?
1: Lots. Do you you want to pick this
0: first?
2: There are uh, a lot of books that uh, had really good impact, but from among them, I can say The Success Principle, uh, but it is really digestion of a lot of books into one book and uh that way is really one of my favorite Uh, slight age is another one and also uh the books that changing your uh side in order to bring you to the next level it's really important for me it's one of my favorites like a core of habit atomic habit how you can shape a habit and that accumulation of habit bring you to the next level are the things that is really uh, had a lot of weight on uh, my career growth and continuous learning. I learn a lot, a lot, a lot from them. Let's say I made a habit that whenever I do the commute or walk my dog, I listen to audiobook. I don't dedicate any special time for listening to book or reading book. I just leverage on the time that it's gonna be there anyway, anyway.
1: Yeah,
2: and I just made it a habit that whenever I'm doing this activity it's come with the audiobook uh, you know uh, Albert Einstein had the quote regarding in compound interest that is because it is like compound interest when it's accumulated it, it, you can see it it's the compound. He, he mentioned that uh, the compound interest is the eighth uh, wonder of the world uh, he could uh, understand it errors it he who doesn't pays it and then you really know the compound interest value and how making a habit can re- revolutionize your life
1: it can have really great impact on your life
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think it's uh, quite self-evident as well like, if you go to higher education, you go to university, for example, much of the things that you learn are through books. So you're basing a lot of your learning through the books. But there's not that many books that you go through if you look at the, the whole pile of it. So if you stop after university and you don't so read anything more, you don't educate yourself other than you know, sporadic articles, like your education stops there. Whereas you, you have, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy 60, 70 more years of your life you to continue to, to learn and develop and educate yourself. So uh, I think that that's that when I realized that that hit the whole So I, I thought that I really had to dedicate myself to continue to establish something like I'm a toy camera habit or something. And for me, that has been to to read at least one book, uh, one page, one page every day. So before I go to bed, before I sleep, I have to read at least one page. Otherwise, I don't allow myself to sleep. And sometimes I have only read one page. That's that's fine. Usually, that turns into many more. Uh, that's, that's that's a big game. and. Uh, the way I, I approach it is that I, I see it as if a reactive learning. So you have reactive learning, which is you, you're faced with a problem where you have some something you need to solve, and you learn in order to overcome this obstacle. And then you can go deep on that, or you can learn just enough to, to, to overcome the obstacle. That's one of the way and that's a very practical way. And, and I think as a software engineer or like within the IT, we do a lot of this because a lot of the, the challenges that we are in front of are new to us. We have learned about it. But then an important one is also proactive. Uh, we learn about things that are not really easily applicable to your life but you should learn about it because in the future maybe one year from now you are put into a problem where you feel like oh wait a minute, I read something about that it might you know you have it, you don't have the knowledge about it you don't have it applied in, within yourself yes yet but you know about it and that's good enough so you can come back uh, to look up the specifics. But I think that's uh, very uh, important. And then finally uh hope the specific books. So I actually have a list uh, I call my filial list, which is just books that my children have to read. <laughs> so that, I think I have like 15 books or something i in the list right now. But my, my top picks are meditation by Marcus Aurelius. I think that's a very, very good uh, thing to help you face the challenges of the world much better. Uh, another is uh, mm-hmm. meaning, uh, meaning Victor Franco. So, so well, how about facing difficulties and making sense of the world even and find my slight edge uh, yeah, to echo what it. many some people have very, very powerful course up to know and heard Are
0: you reading these books to your children now? Because I know they're still quite young.
1: My, my <laughs> thing is for my three year old. Maybe until
0: they're a little bit older. <laughs> so, when you say, obviously, it's a really good point about university, and some people just don't read past then. But those who did that and haven't read, Maybe since they left education or since they were a lot younger, are there any particular books or articles that could be the place to start?
1: And if that and it's your fantasy, I think. Like it's something that you're interested in, uh, I go for that. Don't go for something that's because, you know, a lot of people say that you should be reading in this, you know, classical books. You can you can do that later, they're value that. pick something that really interests you so that you actually do it. Nice. Well that
2: makes perfect sense. Yeah, but if they want to really, be desperately looking for a starting point, a slight edge, I think it's really good starting point. Yeah, yeah. Or principle of success or meditation. Meditation is might be a little bit heavy for a starting point, mm. uh, it's too deep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a slight edge and uh, the success principle I can uh, recommend for a story for. It. Then mm-hmm. they give a really good, uh, nice journey how you can plan it for yourself.
0: Nice, sounds good. Um, so when you were having the discussion at the Meetup event, what were some of your key takeaways or insights that you gained from that discussion?
1: So there was a lot. So I'll, I'll mention one thing that I took away with that, that's something that you were not talk about, which was when I when I recruit people now, uh, which happens a couple of times every year. I look for how, primarily I look for how they would fit into the team, uh, culturally-wise. Because I, I want um, a development team where you are free to speak your mind, you can share ideas, and you, f- you feel this like psychological safety so you can be your most creative self. So that's very important to me. But he said something that instead of just looking for uh, culture fit, you should also look for culture app. Yeah. Like, what can this person bring to the table to make it even better? Mm-hmm. So that was a, a big takeaway for you to like
0: that. Yeah, it's just the point.
1: Yeah, me uh, For
2: me, it was uh, it was quite a lot. Like I cannot really put my finger on it. I learned a lot from each perspective, and even the question that they was bringing. Let's say, then was talking about the measurement. Uh, they a lot of idea was exchanging, and it's it was also shaping your train of thought that hey, the things that I'm looking at maybe it is from single perspective, and I have some blind side. It widened my horizon, and we, we learned a lot from that uh, event. But we want to make sure each event, at mm-hmm. least from one aspect, become better than the previous one mm-hmm. and how we can improve it. It was something that we are really focusing on. And we were, we were trying to see, OK, what it like engaging the audience we want to audience even engage more, hopefully, in our subsequent meeting. And uh, not only asking questions, trying to contribute their experience. In our organization, we are encountering this issue and we dealing with it a different manner and it's quite effective. We want to bring these kind of things also into the picture.
0: So in your opinions, why is networking crucial for personal and professional growth? And what are some of the key benefits that people can get from building a strong network around them?
2: Mm-hmm. Networking is quite essential, especially when you, after a certain level in your career path, uh, you can uh, you can see that you are struggling to go any further. And networking can be a really good catalyst for you to go further in your career path. Learning from others, uh, Finding talent, if you really want to hire people, it's the best way of finding a talent. If you want to change organization, networking goes really long way and it it, it has a lot of values. And sharing ideas, it's make it much more fun, like going, reading a book or listening to podcasts. It's something, but having a friendly discussion is totally different. And then you come across some, problem if you have really a strong network you can tap into the net, into your network ask for help uh, hey i'm really and uh, they need help on this issue and i know that you're an expert in this area can you give me a clue it, it really make your life easier like only knowing you have these kind of people give you uh, some sort
1: of you know a piece of art <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also uh, there's also an aspect of calibration within uh, going to this kind of events and growing your network because we we have a it's an industry rampant with the imposter syndrome right mm-hmm. everyone feels that you know everyone else is so much better you read this blog post about people doing amazing things and you feel insignificant based on what you see on social media basically but by going to this kind of events you see that you know there's so many people who are just like you. You are like, you are doing great. Uh, you, you're you all starting with the same kind of things and mm, you are perfect and normal. I think that's a big benefit to go to this uh, as well.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And I guess off the back of that, on like a personal note as well, if you're new in the area or new into the role or, you know, you've just moved over to Sweden, it's a good way to make friends uh, yeah, as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Um, so some people might find the networking aspects or go into these types of events a bit intimidating um, or a bit overwhelming. So what advice we could give to people who struggle with networking that be or recognize the importance of it? I
1: guess p- picking the right um, network, the right event, which is ours, by the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice plug. <laughs>
1: no, but going, there are these networking events where you go there uh, with the sole purpose of networking. I feel, I don't uh-huh. like feel when I've gone to those, it feels a bit artificial, a bit to, to see them. So some some people they thrive in this environment. I don't, and I think a lot of the engineers with me don't either. So going to to somewhere where you are interesting in the subject matters, it's a very good thing. Also, if, if you're struggling and you you feel that it's very nervous or you, you're like intimidated by it, and if if it's our event specifically, for example, you can always reach out and like say, hey, I'm nervous. That's that's perfectly fine, and we will you know help you. To, show you from your cluster.
2: Yeah, that that is really a good advice that really they they are in that category. They can reach out and we can walk them around, show them people, introduce them. That is a really good point. Actually, we can uh, enhance our announcement Mm -hmm. next time that feel free to call to us. And if you're shy, we can walk you around and introduce you to other people. It's amazing. And uh, another thing that I can say, you can join any event. It shouldn't be uh, really networking because any event that you go, it's kind of networking behind the scene. Like Go for just hanging out with others. There are a lot of events happening in meetup, internation, and a lot of ac- uh, activities happening. Find something that you feel comfortably. Start from there and then you uh, meet people and you see that it's really fun to meet people in your area of interest, then you can refine it and bring it to your, uh, you know, professional level career, it's something that you can contribute to your career path as well.
0: Absolutely. I know that when we went to your meet event, it's, a, it's natural to feel a little bit nervous walking into a room of people that you've never met before. Like, it's a totally natural feeling. But I know that when we went, and as soon as you do get in that environment and you do take that first step in... You instantly like somebody like oh actually this isn't as bad as so i thought it was going
1: to be. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we came back to calibration again because so i put on a conference a couple of weeks ago and i think i talked to three or four of the speakers there who said that they were so nervous on the stage like especially going before going up on stage but also on stage like right, getting there and they they were that you know it had you know that it showed that they were so nervous on stage but mm-hmm. no one noticed anything like mm-hmm. the end of professionals up there on stage so I think everyone feels nervous, uh, so you just have to. It's again with the calibration. Like if you're there nervous, a lot of other people are going to be there nervous as well. That's, that's fine. You can be nervous together.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll be nervous and not talking and very clammy hands together. <laughs> no shaking hands at the meetup event. <laughs> nice. So, how can networking events or platforms such as your meetup events? Um, facilitate meaningful connections and create a supported community for Nordic leaders?
2: I feel like we discuss about this. This is something that it is quite uh, on demand and lacking in Sweden. Mm. The network people that are looking for it and there is not much happening. Prior to pandemic, I heard it was there. I was not at all, but I heard it was more even East Caledon was there. But after pandemic, I uh, Majority of the they stop and the people are initiating it, and we we could see the need that people they really want to go out, make networking, find talent, find other people in their area of interest, and showcase what are they capable of, and we provide this atmosphere, and we are always also looking for uh, more feedback that hey, what else are you guys looking for, and. If they say something and it makes sense and we can provide it, we'll go for it.
1: And then, since we have a very specific niche, or it could also be very broad, depending on how you look at it, but we are like our focus audience is uh, engineering managers or CTOs, CIOs, uh, architects, uh, techies, this is like leaders, formal in, and informal with MIT. So that sets the scope of the meetup. So, if you are part of the scope or you aspire to be, then you have your peers there. So there's something that you already just share with others going to do this that can also help bring people together.
0: Absolutely. So how do you plan to measure the success and the impact of your meet and events going forward, considering that you've just begun the journey?
1: So I, I again, one one book recommendation that I really like is uh, the MAM test. Uh, Brom, Fitzpatrick, I think his name is. So he talks about how you how should measure uh things around your product in order to validate you know that it's doing the things that you do or that you're working on that you should be working which applies very much here so what we what i want to do for us is that we should uh not talk so much about what people think they will be doing in the future do you think this is a good idea is this something that you want to come to talk about but rather go in the past the last you came to our event what did you like about thing this thing what was a big thing that you brought with you uh and we tried a little bit of that afterwards, uh, last time in the bar. So we asked people what the what the big takeaway was, like what did you like the most. And immediately then we see that you know there were some things that they uh, that stood out. So these things that stand out, that's significance. So that's something that we'll feed into to the next point.
0: What were some of the things that stood out?
1: Well, on the negative thing uh, was that we didn't, we were all we were three bearded guys in our forties sitting on stage. So that was uh, that was something that's been kind of fixed for next thing. So that, yeah. that came up, you know, more, more than once during our discussion software. So that's awesome. Then we we re- I mean we realized it once we made the poster, <laughs> but uh, again being reminded by the audience that was really good. so that's definitely something we'll have fixed for the exam.
0: And that's great that you have taken it on board and, and we will change it in the future. And uh, hopefully maybe next time one of you will just shave the beard and then we will be for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> about mm-hmm.
0: What about you, Mehdi?
2: Yeah, it's mainly the way that I see we can measure it by uh, how audience was uh, liking David, getting the feedback. Of course, we do have a, a lot of t- uh, trial and error. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, how they how uh, they like David? Did they feel home? Could they yeah. really easily talk their mind yeah. or they, where they're? Did really really manage to create that environment that they contribute easily? They come and say hi easily, or uh, was there any barrier then needed to remove? Uh, mainly from what we see from the audience, I can say we can me- measure. And we also trying to uh, hopefully next time provide self-play backbone, solicit self feedback and measure they're liking what did they like or what did they didn't like, and they uh, try to make the next event better.
0: Absolutely. So I guess you've already said some of these things, but reflecting on that first event, what did you learn that will influence and your approach into the future events?
1: I think having having more. Like, we, we, we were not entirely clear what the event would be about, like, what, would, what was the topic. We had a vague idea and we were talking about it, but something that we have done better this time around, the next event is to talk more specific about what the topic would be. Uh, we can still be even better about that, but that's something we should be doing better because that sets the tone for a lot. Like, it helps us uh, communicate to the audience what it will be about. It will help us find the right people to be on the panel and it, uh, yeah, a lot of Dominus quality place also it would not better.
2: Yeah. Uh, Also, we find out that there is a lot more that we wanted to discuss about, and there is not much enough time. We (laughs) we decided uh, hopefully next event are going to be longer as long as it's not going to be boring as long as everyone is engaging because the last event was like this. Everyone was still engaging, and we ran out of time. We are trying to hopefully make the next one a little bit longer. And one thing, if we want to record the session, uh, we are going to hopefully provide better uh, facility for recording, especially if the audience weren't told, we provide mic and everything. And also the moderator have their own mic if they are on the microphone. Uh, We are not going to provide this one as a virtual meeting yet. But after we announce, we have something. There were some demands coming that is it possible to join your event from other countries virtually? We are looking into it to see whether we want to do it or not. Face to face is something that we really excited about, and we want to encourage everybody to come here and have that face face meeting and networking. But we'll take it into consideration to see whether in future. We provide the virtual attendance or.
0: Absolutely. I think the virtual thing is obviously a, a massive hot topic, especially after COVID and we are a bit more comfortable being at home. But like you said, face to face, you can't really recreate that online. And I guess the whole reason you created this meeting event was to start bringing people back together yeah. after being apart for so long. So.
1: Yeah, I mean me personally and a lot of others like it there's this minted uh, phrase uh, the hallway track right two conferences so I, f- I feel that that's when you learn the good stuff when you're between sessions and you're off meeting other people and you're talking and calibrating mm. so that's uh, and that's we want to keep that for sure yep
0: absolutely so are there any specific topics or themes that you are excited to explore in the upcoming meeting events and of those topics that you're thinking of, why do you think they're important for the Nordic leaders?
1: So I have like, I came into this quite selfishly, like, wanting to learn for, for myself. And I have so many critiques that I want to learn about. Uh, so, for example, how to how to structure your time and what how to prioritize what you spend your time on. Like, I, re- I recently went this uh, management course uh, that our HR department put together. And he talked about this analogy of a coffee cup. Like most, most managers, they are working within the coffee cup, like, you know, deep in the weeds, uh, in the operation and stuff. But sometimes you have to take a step up or step on the edge of the cup uh, to, to, look, uh, to look out and like, you know, get that perspective. And, like how to balance that time between, uh, that, that will be an interesting topic. Uh, to talk about.
2: Yeah, we have been discussing about it, that this is something that we see ourselves as struggling with managing with time, and time management, energy management, and prioritization. It's getting a hot topic for
0: everyone. I was going to say, not just leaders.
2: Exactly. But the leaders, the thing is that if they don't do it properly, they impact the team as well. Yeah, That's why it's higher stake for them. And the better they do it, the safer the team going to be. And uh, this is something that we want to really discuss and go dig to see what tools people use, what method is out there. And, you know, things uh, are not getting better by concerning time. It's just every day it's getting busier, busier. We really need to uh, figure out how we want to prioritize, how we want to say no to what and say yes to what. This is the things that we are really excited to bring expert and discuss it into the details. 100%. Well,
0: yeah, no, I know in our team retrospectives, we'll talk about our wins of the week, the challenges and the focus for the following week, and quite a lot of the time, the challenge is time, whether we've got too much, too little, I've not managed it well enough this week. So I think, you know, time management for everyone, You know, even if you take one little thing away from it, like something that you said earlier, it's nothing to you but might be huge to someone else. It was a great topic.
1: Another one that that I'm very interested in uh, is measurement. So, we we touched a little bit about OKRs, KTIs, last kind. I think that will be interesting also to get into.
2: Yeah, that is also an amazing topic. Also, something else that we were talking about the new uh, era that you are uh, coming across the AI era and how it's going to impact our job, our life. It is new wave is coming. It's inevitable. And so many people, they're talking about it. We want to bring more uh, ideas to the perspective and see how people perceive that future going to unfold according to the new changes that we have within the industry. And that is also is going to be one of our topics, hopefully it's suited.
0: I know you said you want longer events, that that one could be a whole day event. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so much to talk about with AI. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and of course, next event, we should mention that before. Well, yeah, last question is, what are the future plans?
1: Right. So, well, the next event will be about hiring and firing. I think the title is Hiring and Firing to Build the Green Team. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so that's, I, I, lately I've been doing a lot of hiring. Uh, Thankfully, non, no fiery. Dude, <laughs> happy about, uh, but there's so many things within hiring uh, that I we'll would be interested to talk about. Yeah, yeah, um, and we have a very nice panel for that as well. So we have people from a, th- a small uh, startup-ish uh, company. We have a woman who's an uh, engineering manager for decades within a huge company, and we have a recruiter uh, who works companies, so there's a lot of very different perspectives uh, going into this. So Yeah, it's going to be
2: a really amazing event. If the diversity is there, we could manage to bring the diversity that we missed if we found the first yeah. event in this event. Yeah. Like it is going to be amazing topic. It's going to be on 7th of June. Yeah.
0: Nice. And where can people sign up? Where can they find
2: it? They are going to announce it soon. It's going to be on Event Friday, um, but we're going to announce it in uh, LinkedIn and uh, people like that.
0: Nice. You like to keep an eye on the social media. And I'm behind it. Yep. But nice, that was the end of all my questions. If you guys got any questions for each other or anything else that you wanted to share about your events.
1: Well, we can share one thing. We had started doing, so there was one a meetup group of core engineering managers, engineering managers, breakfast or something. Useful. So they were about to expire. So they the, the leader of the school had stepped down, they had no one to step up, and they was about to consult on meetup. So, we decided that let, let's try to revive this as part of the uh, Tech Leaders uh, Guild, uh, Tech Leaders Shooking, it's your yeah. brand. So, we wanted to revive it within this umbrella. So, we, we did that. We had our first uh, breakfast this last, uh, yesterday, well, it's yesterday, yeah. 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 Uh, and then we're going to do alternating every week, uh, every other week uh, breakfast and every other week uh, after work with your space. So, so, a smaller event, which will supplement like bigger event where we have this uh, panel discussions. So that's, that's going to be interesting. So, if you're in the Stockholm on a Tuesday morning or a Tuesday afternoon, you'll feature the five and have some great discussions. Yep.
2: Yeah, that is, that is uh, going to be on Mitho, uh, Engineering Manager Coffee?
1: Breakfast, no, I <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: then that one, yeah, it is this, uh, the new group that we try to make it more friendly environment. It is not going to be channel or something. We want to discuss about day-to-day activities. We're going to also bring one book and say, hey, this is a book that is going to be discussed about, but not only limited to this book. We want to discuss about what are you going through, what challenges you have, whether you can get more help from this forum that we provide. Uh, um, Yeah, we are hoping that that one is also helping our uh, networking event to bring uh, interesting topic and interesting people well,
0: within the... Anything else? Are you. Ooh, nice! Uh, well, thank you both so much for your time this afternoon and giving us behind the scenes of your Buzzmeet event. I'm sure there's many more to come, and I'm looking forward to seeing where you guys go with it. I'm, I'm proud of the first one, so I'm sure the rest will be really great as well. Thanks for having us. No problem. Thanks. Um, well it's a pleasure to be part of it and um yeah, let's just get to my edition up speech so thank you for joining us today and thank you for the listeners and make sure to connect with both Medi and Spire's to hear about the future events and um, or if you want to join an upcoming episode of our podcast make sure to connect with me as well but thank you for listening and we'll see you next time